The Mets struggling. Phillies hanging on while the Braves are taking off. Padres completely falling off the rails. What do the Dodgers have to do to stop the run of the Giants? And a lot can happen in a month. We're going to give you our MVP updates next on Trouble with a Curve. So good. Uh oh, that ball is hammered, and it is way gone. Lucier leaves the building. Hey, great job. So that's in there, and you see it from the fire at bats. This one elevated. And it flew out of here. There's a no doubt about it home run for Tristan Lucier. He just has that sweet left-handed swing. And his first two at-bats, he wowed me even in his out. Then at regionals, he was 8 for 19. He throws it five, and he throws this one. And he tracks in three. What a shot for Ben Robinson. And Oregon vaults in front. What's going on, everyone? It's me. It's your boy. It's Cobes. It's my boy, Coop. He's on mute right now. I don't know why, but that's okay. We are here. We are live, finally. Been a couple... Oh, there he is. What up, Coop? Oh, what's going on? Welcome, everyone, to Trouble with a Curve. The first episode of me out of college, so this is exciting. I'm done with college. First episode in a while. It's it like a while we've been without think- one. Yeah, well, that's what papers will do to your life. I don't there's worry been a lot. I have a job. Yeah, there's a lot that's been going on. Um, yeah, we're since our start last off, episode. Yeah, we're gonna start off this episode, this first segment. We're gonna talk about the Mets <laughs> and their struggles. 
to end August. Um, they were five and a half up going into the month of August, if I remember correctly, and they are now, I believe, five games under five hundred. Um, what are your original thoughts on this? Well, we all know my prediction from the start yeah. that, yes, they're in the lead for the All-Star break, and we made our predictions, and yes, I did pick the Phillies to take the division because with Acuna being out, did I ever see the Braves making this kind of run? No. I don't think anybody saw this. No. But I did see the Mets falling off extremely because, they, yeah. like I said, the team is not built to run away with the division. Which is wild because when you have, and we're going to get into this right now, you know, stars like Lindor and Baez. To and Alonzo. That offense and Alonzo. You got J.D. Davis. Um, I mean, you got those. That's your infield right there. And that that's a stud little lineup. A solid that's group right there. Yeah. And, you know, Conforto's figuring it out. Nimmo's a solid leadoff guy. And I forget who's in left field. Um, but I mean, you have a solid lineup, but it, it, it's like Lindor and Baez are not paying off for the Mets. No. And the Cubs look like geniuses getting rid of Baez. Yeah. And the Indians look like geniuses not re-signing Lindor, um, exactly. to a contract. Um, Lindor has been struggling with the injury all year. And even then he's only batting, I think two thirty. um, not a lot of power, not a lot of driven in, a lot of strikeouts. Um, I'm going to give you an in- – I don't know if you've seen this on Instagram, and this is for everyone out there. I don't know if you all have seen this. Javier Baez, there's a stat out there. In two combined seasons, so it would be 2019, 2020, the 60 games, and then 2021, the 62 games or something like that. He – like it's like four to 600 games or whatever. He has only walked 25 times in two I didn't years. see that. Can you imagine? 20, only 25 times someone has walked you. Sounds like me and the show. I just mean everything. And it's crazy. Juan Soto has walked more this year. Yeah, that's the, that's the stat that you're talking about. Because I saw that with Juan yeah. and Baez getting compared on Instagram. Do you, do you know how many times he struck out in those two years? Soto or Baez? Baez. Baez. I want to say it's a crooked number. 236. Yeah, it was something up there. Last time I checked, it was 236. It changes on different – depending on what site you go to. But that's crazy. And when you look at star players that you want to sign big deals – that doesn't make me want to sign him. No. I mean, he, he's not an on-base percentage guy. He just swings at everything. Did you see the pitch he swung at the other night? Yeah, he like bounced like, what, 10 feet in front of home plate? Yeah, it hit the grass in front of the home plate circle area, and he still swung at it. He and was that- trying to pull the bench warmers, hit it off the bounce. Yeah, except he was three days early. Yeah, I think he already finished his swing before it hit the, like before yeah. it even, like, Started its upward trend of bouncing. And that just goes to show how not good of a hitter he is. And he just swings hard and hopes he guesses it's going to be there and hopes and pray. He's one of those that decides he's going to swing the bat before the pitch is thrown. 
Yeah. And it like shows. Like, I'm not going to swing here. Okay, I am going to – I'm just going to swing. I don't care whether this ends up swinging. And most of the time it ends up in the dirt, out of the zone. And it's it's crazy. He has the highest percentage of out-of-the-strike-zone swings, um, which is insane. Um, another factor, DeGrom not looking good, looking to be done for the year again. Yeah. Syndergaard, COVID, and he's done for the year. This this Mets rotation, this Mets training staff needs to figure something out. They need to figure something out on their end to keep their players healthy and keep them on the field. Otherwise, they're going to turn into the laughing stock of baseball because they can't keep their stars. Yeah. If you can't keep your stars healthy, you're not going to win games. No. You know, and even without their stars, this offense, I don't, I mean, would you agree that this offense is underperforming completely? By a long shot. And, and we both said it after uh, the trade deadline. They missed big this yes. trade deadline. They went and got Baez instead of getting added bullpen pieces that they needed. They needed bullpen pieces. I'm not so much worried about their offense as much as I am about their pitching. Especially now. Pitching, yeah, yeah. Their pitching is very, very vulnerable. And, um, it, yeah, it's just, I look at it, they went after the wrong cub, in my opinion. Um, the Yankees and Giants got the only two good cubs out there. Yeah, yeah. Rizzo is definitely paying off for um, New York, and Chris Bryant is carrying the Giants offense. We'll get to the Giants in a bit um, in a later segment. But with September coming up, and of course you had, you know you got waiver claims and stuff like that. Um, September's here. September, September is here. Um, it's about to get exciting. Um, what do the Mets have to do? Yeah, what do the Mets have to do to have a remote chance uh, this year? Or are we in agreement that they're done? Stick a fork in them. Stick a fork in them. They're done. Yeah. All right. I I, I was thinking that. You know. I I just didn't. You know. You never know. It's baseball. They are done. They are done. All right. I and, agree. I agree with that statement. I just I just wanted to get your opinion. I don't know. I'm gonna. And as of right now, with this show, I am 100 percent correct on all my predictions. As of right now. That is true. So. I. That's why I'm agreeing with you. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! I, Plus, that Mets hat's gonna be looking real nice. Hey, all right, we'll get into that later. Thank you. We're not. Uh-uh. Uh So, is there anything that you think the Mets are gonna do, or are they this just year? Hurt? Yeah, I don't see them picking up anybody off waivers. All right. Well, I Javier don't. Baez, I believe, is a free agent to be. If they resign, if they sign him long term, they're idiots. Yeah, it's like, they, how long? New York will be in shambles. Yeah, do the Mets sign Baez at all? I believe they sign him for a year, a year, for a full season, okay. just a full year. But I think Baez wants a long term deal. 
Yes, he does. Um, so, and it'll be interesting. With, yeah. But I think he wants to be with Lindor that bad. I think he'd take a year deal to be with Lindor. And, and yeah. if he can show out like he has been, like he has before, he's shown those flashes of yeah, being a star in this league. Even with the With the way he plays the game, the, the way he reads things. So his baseball IQ is up there. Let's not – I mean, he's not a total idiot when it comes to playing baseball. He has the IQ to play the game at a high level. He does. And if he can I just guess. fix the strikeouts, oh, which man. that's yeah. that is that is that has troubled his career since he's been in the league. Sliders down and away in the dirt. He won't touch him. He never will until he learns to lay off of it. Um, if I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, Baez, even with all these strikeouts and the low walks, I mean, he's still. He's still worth 30 home runs, 80 to 100 RBIs. And he's still a gold glove caliber fielder. Oh, my God. He's a, he's El Mago for a reason on the defensive side. And his base running's unique as hell. I mean, he's, he's a competitor. Yeah, his IQ is up there with yeah. – and that's what makes him so good on the base pass because mm-hmm. he can steal you runs. He see and the way – the way he sees things on the bases, like that play, I think it was against Pittsburgh, where he hit that weak dribbler, and they had the tag, and he ran back to home. I think Contreras ended up scoring, and yeah, he took he off to first. And, yeah. And it's the smart thing, because most people, they just run, they stop, get tagged out. That run probably doesn't score with somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. And his yeah. IQ was like... I want to run backwards and make them chase me, which gives Contreras more time to come home. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, it was hit hard enough that Contreras was already gone. Yeah. Off, eh, off the hit. Maybe. So, I believe if he doesn't run back, it's he's probably out because they're going to throw it home. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was, a, was a nifty base running play to make the Pirates look very, very dumb. Yeah. Um but I think also Baez brings a kind, a level of passion to the game, and I I don't know. Do you consider Lindor kind of a mellow person? I mean, I've seen I've seen him get excited. Like I saw him excited in the World Series and stuff. But he seems like a very kind of laid back, casual yeah, kind of like go with the flow of the game kind of deal. And I feel like Lindor's you know rejuvenated. Because he's had a rough year. Let's let's. Yeah, he is not living up to Definitely. that contract so far. But you know that is what it is. Um, I think he's good enough. He'll be back next year with a vengeance. Um, I think Baez. I think New York keeps him here, just so that Lindor keeps that. Because if those two go, psh, look out. And Alonzo goes with him? Alonzo, yeah. Alonzo needs to go because he has not been doing so hot. Um, he's hitting a lot of majestic home runs, but that's all he's really doing. Yeah. I feel like the uh, the curse of the derby got to him a bit. you know. But I feel like if he put that mentality in – it's so hard to do in a game. I mean, you're not getting batting practice, but like if you put that mentality into a game – and just look for your pitch, 
and absolutely sit on it and just be like, yeah, I'm going to hit this out now. I feel like you're, you're going to go nuts. Um, yeah, this team is struggling. Struggling. Um, but that brings us to our second segment. The Braves are taking off. We didn't see that coming. But by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin, Philadelphia is hanging tough. I still like Philadelphia. You're still got you. I'm still sticking with the pick. I will take. I will take one bad prediction. Oh, I will stick beside Philadelphia on this one. I'm not. You got some cojones, my friend. I know the pitching staff. Yeah, you you you're putting a lot of pressure on a pitching staff that That is underperforming and very inconsistent has not been consistent. But I'm also putting my faith in Harper. <laughs> yeah, let's, so. let's, let's talk about Mr. Harper. Mr. He is the first Philly, I believe, since Ryan Howard in 2010, so over a decade ago, to have 25 RBIs and 25 runs scored. In a calendar month. In a month. Think about that, you know, how... All right, so if I walk him, he's going to score. If I don't, he's going to drive runs in. And that that's the kind of – I'm not going to compare him to Griffey, but that's the Griffey Jr. mentality. Because if you walked him, he was going to score or he was going to be in, in least scoring position because he was so fast he could still second and third. But if I pitch to him, he's going to hit a ball out of the ballpark. Yeah. That's that fear, and I feel like, I mean, the second half of 2019, you could definitely see them having that fear. 2020, I mean, it was a weird year. He he had kind of that quiet year, even though he hit, like, I think 300 with 13 bombs. Um, and then this year, they gave him no respect. They pitched to him. They've been pitched to him all year, and he's had a He's had a great year, but because of the lack of runs being – when they get runners in scoring position, I mean, Bryce just takes off his gear in the batter's box and starts walking first before they even make a move. I saw that happen. That was hilarious. I did not and, see that. Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't even walk to the plate anymore at this point. He just – he looks up, all right, runner on second. Yep, I'm going to first because they don't pitch to him. And when they do, there's nobody on, and he hits a home run. He had his first 11 homers, I, I believe, were all solo shots this year. And that was going into July. Like, it's it's definitely – people are saying, oh, he's overrated. He's not living up to his contract. I believe he's – He is living up to his contract. He's living up to that $330 million. It's just they don't pitch to him. Yeah, he's worth every penny, not just because of his hitting. And I think he's an average defender, a little bit above average. Yeah, he's got, he's, got a he's got a plus cannon. arm. He's he's there. He can make the routine plays, and he can make the spectacular plays yeah, sometimes. And, yeah, sometimes. And but also, you're not paying him to be that stud outfielder, outfielder you need. Yeah. 
You he's, know he's, he's somebody out there that will make the plays and get the job done, and he does that just fine. But I think it's the way he plays the game almost reminds me of Pete Rose. Yeah. That nonstop motor just going, 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 and he's going to do everything he can to help his team win, whether it's taking that extra bag, stealing a base, putting the ball in play, moving a runner over, just doing the little things right. Yeah. And and like you said, they don't pay him to be an elite defender, but we can't argue that he's not a lockdown defender. You he's, put him in the outfield, he's he's locked down. You know, he doesn't make the errors. He's going to – you know he has an arm, so it's going to get in. You know, he didn't even have to take a crow hop, and he can – throw it from the corner in the air on a line, no problem, nonchalantly, just right at the chest. I mean, that's just – I wish I had 10% of that arm. Um, and the speed that comes with them too. Yeah, we – a lot of people don't know how fast Harper is. He's – a lot of people know how fast he was, you know, early years with the Nationals. But he's still quick. Yeah, I don't I think, think he's lost quick. that much speed – as he's gotten older. No, no, he's definitely not. And we don't see it, well, because he hits the ball over the fence a lot. But, yeah, he, they don't pay him the steal bases. There's a reason why he hits three and four. You know, your, your one and two hitters are supposed to do that. That That's what they get paid for, to get on for him and Reese Hoskins whenever he's healthy and JT. And I think that's another reason why he's he's going to get walked a lot in the month of September. Um, yeah, especially this push going into it. Yeah, because uh, I don't. Yeah, Reese Hoskins is down. Rio Muto's banged up. Kutch, I don't know how long Kutch is going to be around. That knee is bugging him. I watched the the uh, game uh, last night. I think it was last night. Um, he was limping. You you could tell that he he's playing hurt and. I hope he doesn't hurt himself too much because, you know, I'm, I'm a Kutch fan. Um, but, yeah, it's really all, all on him. They sent Alec Bohm down. Torres has been a monster. And, I mean, a double at the leadoff position, I don't trust. Gene Segura is their only next best hitter. Brad Miller is paid to hit home runs. In the key situation, um, pers- what what do you think needs? I, I think the bullpen needs to step up. I think if the Phillies want to have a chance, Bryce is going to have to carry that offense somehow. He needs to still do what he's been doing in August. Get what, take what they're giving him. Roll with the punches. You know, they're not going to throw to you. <laughs> Even if they throw, they're going to unintentionally, intentionally walk you three-quarters of your bats. Yeah. But when you get that pitch, don't miss it. And I think a lot of people, you and I, would probably say, oh, this isn't going to be a good month for him. But I feel like Bryce is made for that kind of moment where – he's not going to miss that one pitch. Oh, no, he won't. Or if he does, he's going to scare you to half to death because he barely missed that pitch, and it's 105 back in the screen, and you're like, okay, yeah, you can go to first. 
Yeah. Um, that that that's I can see that happening a lot. Um, what is the number one thing Philadelphia needs to do to have a chance? Cincy. Beat Cincy. Out of, or just consent consistency out of their pitching. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I Nola's been shining. Uh, yeah, Aaron I don't want to say been... it's the rotation because I mean I don't really feel like the rotation is the problem for them. It can be at times, but it I mean, can be. that's where I'm getting with the consistency part is having a consistent yeah. quality start after quality start. You don't have to shut them out. No, I'm not saying you have to have the lead with your start, but just keep the game within reach for Harper. Yeah, if you yeah. go into the, if you can go six innings, give up two earned or three earned, and you score two while you're start while you're with the start, and you only have you're only down one going to seven eight nine. I mean, yeah, the bullpen's the question mark for him, but if they can get that, I really believe they could. They could win the decision. You see them hunting big for bullpen pieces. In uh, during September, I hope so. So my predictions, all the right. waiver claims and stuff. Yeah, yeah. If not, um, definitely off season. I hope. Yeah. Um, I think their number one thing, and this is going back to, um, the two series against Diamondbacks. I know it's baseball; you can't win every game, but those games you got to win. Yeah, at least so, one. Not you don't have to sweep it necessarily because it's tough. Because they're all professional players for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I'm not, not taking nothing away from the Diamondbacks, but you look at their record. That's a team you need to beat every day, every game. Yeah, um, it's almost at this point where you have to sweep the bad teams. Yeah, you. At there's point, no, there's no more taking two out of three. Yeah, the teams like the Nationals, the Miami Marlins. Um, I don't think they play Baltimore. They might, or they already have. Um, Pittsburgh, um, Colorado, Diamondbacks. Um, all, all the bad teams that you're going to play in this next month, they need to be swept. Um, and it needs to be a message and it's not really sending a message, but these are games that you need to win to stay alive. And then when it's time to go face Atlanta, because I think they play Atlanta two series in September. Yeah. Two of their series, Fine. I think, are against Atlanta. That's when you make the statement. You know, you take two out of three and you go from there. Um, but if the Phillies want to win, they got to handle their business away from Atlanta. And then when it's time to go to Atlanta, do. Send send a message, make a statement. Um, but yeah, the, the bullpen's the number one thing. Um, for me, actually, the number one thing is the offense behind Bryce. Yeah, it's got to step up. It can't just be him. He he, he can only have one at bat per go around out of the nine players in a lineup, and he can only have one of those at bats. They need to get on for him, and then if they walk him, the two guys behind them need to step up and go crazy. Um, and they don't have that right now. They did have it, but JT's feeling it. 
And Reese, I, I don't think Reese is coming back anytime soon. I could be wrong, but he's down. I think he's Miller, down. Yeah. I mean, maybe Miller, but he's batting 230. Um, yeah, you, you need one or two players. And it's the same with Juan Soto. You know, on the Nationals, they they have they need pieces behind them. That's why we got Josh Bell. Um, you know, he's only batting two fifty, but with runners in scoring position, he's been hitting over three hundred the last month. And that's so, what you pay him for. That that's what you need. You don't need necessarily a guy who's going to hit you know three hundred behind him. You need three hundred when there's a runner in scoring position, and then they just walk Bryce. And then the same thing with the guy behind him, because now Bryce is going to be on second or third after the other guy comes through. Um, that's what the Phillies need to back him up. The bullpen, you need an eighth and a ninth that can come in and make it extremely boring. We talked about this in the last pod. You need a boring eighth and a ninth when you're winning. Yeah. And, and right now, they don't have that. Um. Yeah, they they definitely don't have it. Um, I I watched I watched uh, the one game that went eleven, ten or eleven against uh, the Diamondbacks. That that little crazy game that they had, and literally up four nothing, and they blew that to then give up a two run homer. Six to four, and then they come back, and then they almost give it up again. Bases loaded, one out, and they stop the Diamondbacks from scoring, and then Gene Segura wins the game. You can't have those. You have to find a way to come in one, two, three, sit them down, demoralize them completely, and then come in and just knockout punch and. Yeah, that it's going to be tough because I don't think the Braves are going to be slowing down. They have a relatively not hard schedule going into next month, this month. So I can see the Braves continuing to do what they do, but if the Phillies want to have a chance. The offense, they're going to either have to step up pitching-wise in the bullpen, or the offense other than Bryce has to go nuts, in my opinion. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. Um, maybe both, because I don't know if one's enough. Um, At this time, and especially when you're chasing, yeah, you need everything clicking. Yeah. Um, you can't have one piece go. You need everything to go. Yeah, I mean, the offense was clicking last night for him against the Nationals um, once they figured out Corbin. Um, and then they got in the bullpen and uh, went on a tear. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, we'll talk about the Braves real quick before we go to break. Um, man, Jorge Soler paying dividends. For that team, he I think he's just rejuvenated now for the Braves. He is doing some work over there, down there at Atlanta. Yeah, hot Atlanta. The whole, the whole team is. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Ozzy Albies is becoming an absolute. St- I mean, he was already a stud, but he's turning into one of the foremost, you know, lockdown second basemen in the league. Um, Freddie Freeman, looking like Freddie Freeman. I love to see it. Um, Travis Darno's back. Uh, Dansby Swan having a career. He is finally doing. I mean, his average isn't there, but when he clicks, it clicks. Oh yeah. Austin Riley. I'm going to get into him later. He's having a hell of a season. That's going so underrated. Um, Jock paying dividends in right field. I forget who's playing center. Oh, who's playing center? I watched this game the other day. Damn, I'm sorry. I, I forget the dude's name. He's locked down in center field. Um, and then you got Jorge in left. I mean, that's a lineup right there. You look at that lineup and you're like, it's not as scary as the Mets lineup, but it's getting unlike the Mets lineup. It's getting the job done. Um, and they're all clicking at the right time. Yes, absolutely. Um, man, that, I I can't. I'm I'm sitting here remembering the Jorge Soler homer I saw the other night, and I watched it live. And I turned I turned the game on to right at his bat, and he threw that 94 up. Oh, I saw it go. I was like, oh, yeah, how far? <laughs> like, oh, man, that it was. That ball was still still going. When he gets a hold of one, he ah man, ha ha. Um, but that's that's it for the first half. We'll be right back for the second half. We're talking about our bet and the Padres. Sweet Jesus. Position 3 1 from Odin, and Hayes tugs this one on a line to left, and it's gone. Oh, what a bullet for Grant Hayes! And we talked about Grant Hayes and what he likes to eat for breakfast. This young man ate that fastball right there. Fastball up in the zone, relaxed swing. Look how short 
All right, it's still the breakfast hour. This is Grant Hayes. Oh, he's done it again. some little leaguers hitting some bombs. Um, I love literally World Series. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you enjoy the series? Did you watch any of it? I watched some of it. It's kind of hard to watch. I watched that. Uh, you heard it in, in the break. Um, the Nebraska. I watched a little bit of that. I watched the highlights of that. Um, these kids be backflipping everywhere. Did you see all that? I, yeah. I watched, the I game is changed. They are Back flipping the death. I was like, man, some some of these kids got some good swings. I like it. I, I, I like watching the future, you know, do its thing. Um, hopefully, I'm the future as well. I'm still going, um, even though I'm out of college. I'm still going indie ball. Look out, your boys on the way. Um, but right back into it, we made a bet not so long ago. It feels like oh, it actually feels a long time ago. Yeah. Um, about the Padres and Dodgers. So we're going to start with my pick because they're not doing so well. Padres completely fall out of the wild card. They've fallen off the rails. The train is off the track. What are your thoughts? You said it best. They're a roller coaster team. When they're high, they're high. When they're low, they're low. Yeah. And they are low. They have fallen off the tracks. Mm hmm. Well, there was good positive last night. Blake Snell doing his thing. Yeah, I can't take a lot of... I, I mean, take it for what it is. It was, was the Diamondbacks. Again, again, no offense to the Diamondbacks. I know it feels like for my D-backs fans out there. feels like we've been bashing this whole episode. I know I feel like I'm bashing them, but if you look at your record, you're about to lose 100 games before you win 50. So don't come at me. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going off what the record looks like. I know the Nationals aren't doing so well either. 
but we're not losing 100 games this year, okay? So calm down, all my D-backs fans. Relax, breathe, take a breath. You guys will be back. Okay. It's okay. Go sign yeah. Kumar Rocker. Yep, you're going to sign Kumar. I believe in you, Faith. And you had that lefty throw no-hitter the other night. I think it was against the Padres. Yeah, it was against the Padres. <laughs> yeah, he had his first MLB start was a no-hitter, so you got that going for you. Um, yeah. Ah, uh, man. It's... I think they relied too much on Tatis. And offensively? Offensively, yes. And they're pitching all the moves they made this offseason. It looked like they were... They were literally ready to win a division, and they have not performed. No, it it was, and I kind of saw it early. You know, they were nine and seven to start, um, and everyone was like, "It's okay." And, and that kind of, and I know they're playing in a West where the Giants are about to win a hundred games, and the Dodgers are about to win a hundred games. Um, but on paper. That the Padre and you, you kind of look at it when you have three teams battling, it one's got to give. It's the same thing in the East, and right now it's the Mets that that gave, and it's looking like the Padres are the team that gave in the West. Um, they're not out of the wild card yet; they still got a chance. But um, the star the star players that they signed, Eric Hosmer, um. You know, Adam Fraser's not doing a lot over there. Now he's done worse. He, he's he's been slumping. Um, the bullpen has been okay. Um, they finally sent Weathers down. Um, he gave up runs in his last seven appearances. Um, Double-digit runs, so a crooked number. And for those who don't know what a crooked number means... More than one. It's not a grand slam. It's more than one run. It's two or more runs in a single inning. That is a crooked number. Um, I had an argument with my dad about that the other night. Proved him wrong. So, for those who don't know, crooked number means two or more runs in a single inning. Okay, moving on. Um, The rotation is not great. Have not been pitching great. Um, Musgrove is looking like he is going under that one month stud category. It looks like he's joining that category where he was magical for one month. And then, for whatever reason, just went silent. Blake Snell has not been very good this year. He has high strikeouts, like usual, but that ERA is in the high fours. You can't have that. Um, and you Darvish has not been you Darvish. No, he has not. They signed him to that big contract, and he is not pitching to that big contract. Um, Clevenger has completely... That that's taken a lot longer than what I expected. Um, yeah, did you expect Clevenger to still be on the on the bench? No, not at all. Uh, I, 
I didn't either, and I was I was st- sitting here going like, where, where where in the world is my man Mike Clevenger? And they said he's been throwing flat grounds and stuff, and I'm like, come on, like let's let's go. And as I say this, uh, Arizona beat beat San Diego eight to three tonight. Again, we talked about this with Philadelphia. San Diego is the same way. They gotta win these games. They have to. Arizona's feel, feel like Arizona's got their number for some reason. Um, but they they gotta get better. Um, rotation just has to be better, and it's not performing. It hurts a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. Yeah. Because this is a team that can perform, in my opinion. It, if you look at them on paper, they're they're built to do this. They're built to last. They're built to they're go. Built the to win. Yeah, on paper, they're built to win the division. Built to bring home divisions and possibly a championship. Um, and their bullpen's not the problem. That that's the thing. When they get to the bullpen, it's it's lockdown. You got Mark Melanson in the ninth, who's Absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm trying to look for my man. There, there's my man. The man we traded, uh, Daniel Hudson. He's kind of been a little lackluster since being a Padre. Um, last last 15 games with a 70 RA hasn't been great. But, I mean, he'll figure it out. you know. And I think it's that pressure of, okay, I was doing well in Washington – and there was no pressure. And now I have to go over here to help you. That is, yeah, that is expected to win, you know, and that that's a little and he's he he he'll he'll get it. He's an all star. You know, he's he's a champion. He knows what he's doing. Um so I expect him to come around in this next month. Um they brought in uh Taylor Williams. He has been so helpful for these guys. You know, he's only had five games, but uh, they they brought him up over Ryan Weathers, and he's been he's been good, good for this team. Um, Craig Stammen's been okay, locked down in the pen. Emilio Pagan's been okay. You know, three point three ERA. High strikeouts. Um, Chris Paddock has not been Chris Paddock. Um, I don't know what happened to him this year. Uh, he he's floating that changeup in there. That thing is butterflying in that strike zone. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but that thing is butterfly, butterfly. And now he's relying on that fastball, and I'm just like, dude, your fastball's 93. That ain't going to get it done. Um, I'm trying to look at their other starters, and I'm not, I'm not seeing any. I'm seeing a lot of guys who are throwing high games, and I'm, I'm assuming that just means that they're just, they're relying on their bullpen to go a lot of innings. Um, 
And in this day and age, that's not going to win you games. Especially postseason time. Yeah, postseason time. That's just not going to win you games. Um, yeah, there's a lot of guys with a lot of innings, well, a lot of appearances, and like you said, that, that that's that's that might win you games in the regular season, but you know, like you said, when it comes down to the nitty gritty of postseason time, that's not going to win you games. Um, what do you see the Padres needing to do? Obviously, besides the rotation, locking it down. Um, what do you see the Padres needing to do to stay in the wild card? Because they're only half game out. Um, and oh, by the way, before you answer, oh, by the way, um, cough, cough, St. Louis Cardinals are two and a half out of the wild card. I'm just pointing that out to you. Oh, yeah, I, I know. As we just took the 12 to defeat. So... But yeah. <laughs> Here they go again. <laughs> yeah, it's looking like it, but, oh, man. You'd be right. Here, you, here you, we go again. <laughs> you went out on a limb last episode saying the Cardinals would make a run. Uh-huh. And so, looky here. Yeah. They're, they're hanging right around with it for the last month, but we are in the gauntlet. You're in the gauntlet? For the yeah, last season. Our schedule is brutal. Yes, it is. Y'all are going to have to go on a magical month. Brewers twice. I think you, the Reds. You guys are you're the miracle Cardinals. You guys can do it. I got the, We got the Padres for a series. Oh, psh, take, there you go. That's how, that's how you end that. You take them out. Well, we got to take out Cincinnati first. Yeah. Did you all win? Did you all have a doubleheader today? Yeah, we won the first one, lost the second one. Okay, a split's not bad in a doubleheader. We won 5-4 first game and got beat 12-2 the second one. So. Oof, Cincinnati woke up. Castellanos woke up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We cannot shut that man down. Ever no since one can. Here, when he stood over our pitcher, I forget who it was. After he flexed, <laughs> it was game on. <laughs> the man Ever. just beat up our pitching. Oh man, that's that's great. And I, I really didn't get mad over that. I thought it was I cool. Either. I thought it was yeah. baseball. I mean, you show the emotion. You're playing hard. First, first series of the year, you've been bottling up all this energy. Go out there, let it loose, have fun with it. Absolutely. I know there's I unwritten rules of baseball that you don't do, and I'm, I guess that's. I mean, I I know that's one of them. You really don't show up, but in this day and age. You hit a, you hit a ball four hundred and fifty plus. You, you're you're allowed to at that yeah. point. And then you get hit the next pitch or the next AB, and you get a little anger built up inside you, and you go home on a wild pitch, a close play at the plate, you make it. Yeah, show the emotion. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I don't even think it was directly towards him. I mean, yeah, he was over top of him and was looking at him, but. It, it was the adrenaline of the moment, I think. Yeah, and I, I have no problem with it. I know a lot of Cardinal fans didn't like it. I'm like, yeah, I kind of look bad, but don't throw a wild pitch. You won't have that problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at that point, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's the same but, thing with the, the pimp job on the home runs. Is like, uh, don't throw it there next time. 
you know, and for those play for those players who get angered at, you know, the game bombing your home runs. Here's an idea: don't throw it there, and they won't hit it over the fence. You know, it's it's that simple. I, I mean, it's it's. I I won't say it's not hard. Um. But you're not allowed to sit there and get mad when they hit a, a rocket off of you and they decide to look at it for a second. You know, you're, yeah. You're not Don't throw it there. <laughs> do your job. That's what you're paid to do. Um. Yeah, looking at this wild card, y'all are still in it? You're tied We're still in it. I still don't give up. We're still not out of the woods. If we have a magical month of September, we're right there. We're going to be playing postseason baseball for another year of my life. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that's great. We always do better when we come out of the wild card, though. That's true. I'd rather be the hottest team in the league going into the wild card game than not be, than have kind of a s- slow end of the season. And you got to, you're in the divisional round already. You got to face a team. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's what Milwaukee's kind of facing because um, they they were the favorites going in. They've run away with the division, you know, up 12 on the on Cincinnati. They're only up 10 now. Oh, 10 now? Sorry. Um, we're 12 and a half out. I mean, they're running away with that division. We have them on lock to take it. You know, it, it's not really like – we're sitting here going, oh, yeah, it could be close. No, it's Milwaukee's got it. And now that Christian Yelich is hot, oh, yeah. hot it look out. It getting hot really just sealed the deal for the division. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, th- this team's a force to be reckoned with. Um, with the pitching staff, open. Yeah. Yelich, but I, but I feel like your example of what te- you wouldn't want to see in the teams, I feel like Milwaukee might be that. Might be, uh, might be what you're talking about. I think. Um, I'm not going to say same with Houston because Seattle just dropped another shutout on them two nights in a row. Yep, love it. Uh, we'll get we'll get to the West and their wild card in a second. Today is very National League heavy. Um. But onto the onto your team in the West, the Dodgers. The Dodgers, half game out of first. Who went? Who decided? All right, enough is enough. It's go time, <laughs> and go time it was. Since they are now a half game out of first place, and I picked them to win the division. Yes, you did. And I'm having a hard time not going along with you on that one. But like I said, I'm going to rely on our bet. I'm probably gonna, I'm most likely going to be wearing a Mets hat for a week. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. I cannot wear a Cubs hat for a week. Um, what do? But also the Giants aren't slowing down. So what do the Dodgers have to do? To kind of take over that division, or keep the Dod- or keep the Giants sweating. Well, 
They played the Giants Friday. Yes. Sweep them. Sweep them. You're, you're gonna you're gonna pull out your broom. Sweep the Braves tonight. Sweep the Giants. And unfortunately, they play the Cardinals for four. So, oh man, it's gonna be bittersweet watching those because I don't know who to root for. I'm rooting for, my, I'm rooting for the team that I've grown up watching all these years. Well, I think you're gonna root on your Cardinals. Cause... I'm all yeah, I'm gonna root on my Cardinals. But at the same time, we lose, we lose. Oh bummer. Yeah, I I know if you're I know. Uh, by the way, the Brewers split, and Giants, split with the Cardinals. Just split. Just yeah. Went to, split with the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help each other out. Um, speaking of those games, right now, if you after after this after we go to our other podcast that we're recording, um, unless you want to do that tomorrow, we'll discuss that post pod. Um, we can do that. Update. We can do the other one tomorrow. Yeah, I like that. All right, cool. Um, Giants and Brewers are top two. Brewers got two on, nobody out in the second with uh, uh, Urias at the plate with Gosman pitching for the Giants, so they're ace going tonight. Dodgers have Scherzer um, against the Braves. Um, so it could be a turnaround night for – We could be seeing a tie at the top. We well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We could be seeing a tie or the Dodgers taking a half game over the Giants. Yeah, um, because it's the last month now; those games take more weight. Um, yeah, could could we see it at the top? I do. You trust Gosman or Scherzer more? I know that might be a sure. dumb question, but you trust Scherzer more? Yeah, against a hot Atlanta lineup. Yeah, I'll take Scherzer. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch that game before I, before I head to bed. Um, yeah, I like the I I like the Dodgers' chances. That offense is waking up. I still think they need to do better with runners in scoring position. Um, for some reason, they haven't been doing it. And another thing, and it's been the key factor of when I I've been watching their games. The four run mark. When they don't score, they have a rough time. Yeah. But when they do score four or more, they win games. Um, and it's kind of been, even though they've been winning a lot, it's been hit or miss at times. Um, Just, even with Trey at the top of the lineup. Three nights ago, the Dodgers were shut out by the Rockies. Yep. Just kind of and looking through all their past games and looking at their run totals. You know, and when they're the low score totals, they don't tend to win very much. When they're the high scoring games, that's when you see them pull it out. Um, yeah, it's hard for me to sit here and not trust that lineup. Uh, Trey, Will Smith, Max Muncy, uh, Justin Turner, um, Betts, freaking who else? I mean that. Well, Trey Turner, Smith. Um, Chris I know Taylor. Corey. I know, yeah, Chris Taylor's having a great year. Um, I know if Bellinger gets hot, if he ever figures it out, if Bellinger and that that's that was one of my notes. Um, if Bellinger goes hits MVP mode for month of September, Giants will see in the wild card. 
I'm sorry. But if he gets hot, it's over. There's no one stopping this team. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the Dodgers' rest of the schedule. They have a favorable schedule to just take the division. They do. It, it is my, very- my question marks are, I think the my, my biggest fear is the Reds' form. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Not so much the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. I know the Diamondbacks always seem to play really well against teams in the West. They do. For some odd reason. I don't know. But if we're just going off based off their, their West record, they could be up there. But Yeah, they, they would be leading the division. <laughs> not work. I'm not. I'm not too. They play the Padres twice. I mean, they swept the Padres the last time. That's when I lost all hope. I was like, yeah. "Oh no!" <laughs> I think they'll sweep them one more time and take two out of three of the next series. Just rub salt into the wound. Oh yeah. And I, I see them taking two or three from the Brewers. Yeah, the the Dodgers kind of were licking their chops. They were looking at the Padres like. <laughs> Yeah, y'all got a lot, lot to learn. Like it was one of those like, father the young guns versus the veterans in one of those like fighting movies, and the vet just like went Let's to school on him. <laughs> and just kind of looked at him like, yeah, you may be good, but <laughs> there are levels to this. <laughs> yeah, we've been yeah. here before. Yeah, we know how it's it like, works. It's like that famous uh, Cena quote. It's not that you're not on my level. You're just not on the level below me. And that's what the Dodgers just did to the Padres last week. <laughs> I'm sorry, Padres fans. I was rooting for you, but y'all got waxed. <laughs> and, I mean. Y'all got embarrassed. <laughs> I got the Diamondbacks twice this month, too. Uh-huh. Like I said, you got to win those games. Yeah, they got to sweep the Diamondbacks twice. Sweeps yes, the Rockies. I'll be happy with two out of three from San Diego both times. And I'd like to see two out of three from the Reds, if not sweep them if they can. I might just go to one of those games. Might as well. Um, I might just go September 18th and go watch them. They're in Cincinnati. Book it. <laughs> two, o'clock, two o'clock game. I'm going. Screw it. Oh, update. Um... Bases loaded, nobody out in San Francisco. By the way, for those listening, oh wait, yeah, <laughs> for you, yeah, it's if you want to, it's uh, MLB.tv free game of the day. Is it really? Yes, it is. So you don't even need my stuff to watch it. You're welcome. Yeah, I was sitting at the bar last night watching Mets and the Marlins. Did it work? I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. Well, uh, they got postponed today because a hurricane decided to come through today. Um, yeah, I I like the Dodgers, and they've you know shown September to be their months. Um, even though we haven't seen the Dodgers really had to push in the month of September, the last few years it's kind of just been their division. Um, ever since twenty, you know. Ever since 2016, it's been their division. Um, you're, you're now seeing them have to fight, you know, without Dustin May, without Trevor Bauer, and without Clayton Kershaw and some other key pieces. Um, I was thinking about that, how dirty this rotation would be. Bauer doesn't mess around. Dustin May is healthy. Clayton Kershaw, 
Walker Bueller, Max Scherzer. Yeah. Oh boy. Good luck. Um, and who knows? We might see that next year. Um, we may not. Um, but I like I like the Dodgers a lot to win this division. Um, the Padres need to up and win all all um, the rest of the thirty three games that there are left. We got the uh-huh. Astros, Angels, the Giants, Cardinals, Giants, Braves, uh-huh. Dodgers, Giants. Yep, good we luck. Need, we we need to sweep all of them. That needs to happen. To ha- to here's here's the funny part. They have to win all of these games just to have a chance. <laughs> yeah, just to be in contention. They they're fourteen games out of first, which is basically fourteen games out of the. F- and their record is, and they'd be if they were in the East, they'd be a game up on the Braves right now. And that's why I take this as the Padres are having a down year. But that's because of what they're having to play against. If they're in the East, oh, they're doing great. You know, they're a game up first. But because of where they're playing, they haven't performed. And all the hype going into this year was the Padres have a team that can contend against L.A. And it was like that for the first month or two. And after that, nothing. Flatline. Um, yeah, they hopped on a roller coaster. Yeah, they did. Um, and maybe that roller coaster goes up. I don't know. <laughs> it's not looking that way, but you never Definitely know. Tough roller coaster to get up. By the way, Brewers just scored two runs. It is two nothing, second and third, one out. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Look out. Look out. We might see a lead change tonight. Lorenzo Kane with the two-run single. All right. All right. In uh, in L.A., two outs, top of the first. Freddie Freeman up to the dish. Seeing another Freeman-Scherzer battle. Well, he just reached. So I'm guessing he got hit. Um, but... Uh, next topic, um, we're winding it down here. Like I said at the beginning, a lot can happen in a month and even in two weeks. So, I know you've been paying attention. Top three MVP updates. AL, NL. We'll start with the American League. We haven't really talked about them today. Um, who are your top three picks of MVP in the AL? Now, in order. We're going to do in order here. Who you got? Shelley. Okay, you have him in leading still? Yeah. Okay. Junior. Okay. And the third one. That's tough. For me, at least, because I feel like there's a lot of people that have had really great years. But well, we we can officially say that Toronto's out of it now because they went slacking. Yeah, um, they fell off completely. So that kind of moved me up to Shohei. Um, even though that um, Vlad still has a chance at the Triple Crown. Um, 
but he he faltered off. So I don't think he's going to win it anymore, which I think takes it away from him. So, you know, that bumps Shohei up. I got Junior. And then I got Salvi Perez. Um, yep. That man, I don't know if you've been he watching. He's got over 30 this year. Oh, he's got 38. Yeah. He's been going nuts. The month of August, huh, if he doesn't get player of the month in August, then they're dumb because he went nuts in the month of uh, August. Um, let me get you his totals here. He went over three. He's over three right now against Cleveland. But right, right now, 275, 38 bombs, 94 driven in. Um, you also got uh, Bobby Abreu. Well, not Bobby Abreu. Jose. Yeah. Um, he he has 100 RBIs, I believe. Or he's the RBI leader. Yeah, 102 RBIs. You, I could see him getting it, you know, especially because he's on a winning team. He's helping that team win. I know they probably win without him. But, I mean, 265, 28 bombs, 102 driven in going into tonight. I mean, that's that's hard to argue. So... I mean, I have a top four, not a top three, but that that would be mine. Um, Otani, obviously, he's got the forty-two home runs. He's on lock. He's yeah. Is that ERA slowly going down for him, which is good. Strikeouts are starting to rack up. He's starting to look like a pitcher. Um, not saying that he wasn't, but we weren't really talking about his pitching, but now we are. Um. You know, he's finally showcasing, you know, base running. So he's really showcasing his skills again. Um, so I think he's on lock. Um, Junior kind of fell off, which is going to happen. He He's had an incredible, incredible season. Oh, yeah. It's... Um, that team's going to be so good, um, especially with him locking it down at first. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I like as my third. Who? Devers. Okay, I could see that. Rafael Devers, yeah, he's been going nuts. Hey, he's he been hitting a lot actually, of doubles. Yeah, he leads the league in doubles, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he's at he like 45, 50. RBIs. Yep. And he's yep, still he's, not far off. Absolutely not. He's only you know, five guys off the lead. Yeah, so, I mean, you could see him getting it too. We'll say that's our top five. I, I like that as a top five. But let's go to the National League. I feel like your answers and my answers are going to differ here a little bit more. Who are you going with? I'm going to start out. My MVP is of right now. And it's really, really tough. Because I feel like I have to wait because there's so many good players. I mean, Freddie's looking good. Austin Riley's going, I don't know if you noticed, 302. Um, 23 bombs, 80-something driven in so far. Chris Bryant's rejuvenated over there in San Francisco carrying that offense. I have um, Bryant. You got Bryant MVP? At three. Not MVP, but at three. Okay. If it's- um, I had him at two. Okay. Um, I have, I have Castellanos. At number one right now. Yeah, I don't have um, him. On, I don't have him at one. 
I have them at four. For me, the NL is the top five as well because there's so many guys making a case. Um, I got Castellanos one, Bryant two, Harper three, because he is he he is the reason that team is still anywhere near. That's why I have him one. You have him winning the MVP right now. If the season ended today, you have him winning. Yeah, I just have a feeling about him. I have him. Okay. Trey two, Castellanos four, Trey Turner five. You had Trey in the MVP. Yeah, he, I love- he, he just missed mine. My top five. Even though he's had a fantastic season, I have Freddie and um. Well, I have Austin Riley and then Freddie Freeman. I have the two Braves because they had one hell of an August. Um, so that's how they got into my top five. Um, Trey's just been Trey's been consistent. You know, there's a reason he's leading the league in batting average at three twenty six. Um, you know, he finally got that first twenty twenty season, and it was coming sooner or later. Absolutely. Um, I'm so happy he got that. Absolutely. Um, I think one of these years he might get 100 RBIs. Yeah. If he stays play, I believe he will. Um, I feel I feel like over there in the in in the National League, you could have a top 10 list because there are just so many <laughs> players that are going. And I'm I'm not knocking the AL, but. I'm sure we can make a top ten case. Oh, we could, and half of them are Dodgers. Are you talking about the AL? NL. NL, yeah, that is true. Muncie. You know t- I find this funny. I like the Muncie. fact that Dodgers. both of our top fives. Do you have Tatis in your top five? No. Neither do I. He's hurt. He's been hurt. That I have him. I have him when 11. he's been out here, but. I just don't see him being an MVP, especially with the team taking a turn for the worst. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're an MVP, you keep that team riding high or at least staying within reach. I mean, tech, I mean, yes, they are still within reach of the wild card, but... I have Machado over him. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really consider any, any Padre. I mean, Machado, 280... I think he's got 24 homers and about 80 RBIs. So, uh, you know, in, good year for him. A very good year. Um, Cronenworth, I mean, uh, very uh, consistent. When he rides high, he rides high. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's my top five. I'm surprised you got Harp in there. My top five? At number one. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe Winker would, Winkler would be yours. Would be the guy, Jesse. For you, yeah. You mean he's he's? I mean he's in my top ten. Yeah. Same, but I don't know. But I like the Castellanos pick a lot. Thinking about it now, I mean he just had such a great August, and you know he's starting September off right. He's rides that in general. He's, I mean, the whole Reds offense has had a great year. I mean, you could almost face with Votto. You could, you could. I'll give him comeback player. Yeah, definitely. That's that's my pick. I I think that's an obvious pick for comeback player of the year. Um, 
but I just have it because I mean he's hitting for average. Um, drawing his walks, not striking out a lot, hitting the ball in country mile, driving in runs. And he's got Winker behind him doing his thing. He's got Votto behind him doing his thing. So you got to pitch to him. And Jonathan India breaking out. Oh, my gosh. Rookie of the rookie year candidate, no doubt. Rookie of the year. Oh, yeah, he'll get it. Definitely rookie of the year. If he is not, that's – That's sad if yeah. he doesn't get it. I, I would be ashamed if he doesn't get it. Who's your rookie of the year in AL? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You got to look it up. Hold on. You got to type it. I can't put Franco. Hasn't done enough. Hasn't been there. I mean, maybe a Rosarena because he's technically a rookie now. Yeah, I'm looking at He's eligible. Looking up stats of all these players that I have. You got Andrew Vaughn, who's having a pretty great year. He's only batting 245, but he's been clutch for the White Sox. Oh, uh, who else? Oh, I'm trying to think of players. Oh, man, come on. Yeah. Who? Adolis Garcia. What's he doing right now? Oh, yeah, the, he's got the 26 bombs and the 80-some RBIs, yeah. He's got 27 now. 27 now? Yeah. I know he's only batting like 250, but man can hit. They're rookie, but yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I'm used I'm used to my rookies hitting about 280, okay? I yeah. got bored with Bryson Soto, all right? <laughs> we're also looking out, also overlooking Patrick Wisdom for the Cubs. I hate to say it. Really? I I was waiting for you. I was waiting for. I was like, he ain't gonna say it. Yeah, he ain't gonna yeah. say that. Cult. He ain't gonna say that man over there in Chicago. There ain't no way he gonna mention him. I enjoy to see young players do really well. It's okay, I <laughs> even though he's over there in the Chicago. I can always. I can only say this because they're doing worse than us. So I can say it and feel bad. Yeah. They're doing worse than we are. You can rub it in Josh's face. Yeah, I don't want to be biased here, but Dylan Carlson, sorry, I have to. Yeah, I I was surprised you didn't mention his name. He's Um, not not rookie of the year, but he's up there. Oh, yeah, he's solid for years to come. At right field. Our outfield's amazing. I love our outfield. If we could just find consistency with Bader. Absolutely. You if like so consistently. Yeah. Well, all three of them play gold glove defense. Yeah, you know, that I can agree with. You know, Neil's having another great year, continuing off last year's success off the of gold glove too. Mm-hmm. Y'all are y'all are there. Y'all are there. Yeah, we have the team we have the pieces. We need pitching. The pitching yeah, and lockdown bullpen piece. How, yeah, how, how you liking John Lester? Don't like it. Didn't like it when I read it. <laughs> Had won me over even after his start last night. Or not last night, two nights ago. Didn't y'all give us Lane Thomas? Yeah, I love Lane Thomas. Yeah, yeah I love him too. Thanks, by the way. Yeah, I remember because I, I, it was his first career Grand Slam. They were playing Pittsburgh. 
and I was at that game, and I mean, we just walked. He we walked in runs left and right. It was miserable, and then we got the bases loaded. There's two outs. Yeah, he was playing center field that day for us. High and inside pitching on a three two fastball, just nuked it into the yeah. bullpen. The whole place went crazy. It was like the eighth inning too. You know yeah. I mean? He uh he's been he's been raking for us. But at he's the same not- don't it was probably good we got rid of him because he was just he would just sit all the time. He'd never get his shot to get come up. No. I really with Bader, O'Neill, Carlson in the outfield, I mean, there's really no room for him. That's true. And Sosa comes up and does really well in the infield, which I like him a lot more than Diaz. Mm-hmm. I like Sosa is a little, I think, a little bit better defensively. I wouldn't say that, but I mean, yeah, I'd put him up there a little better than DeYoung defensively, and he hits for average. Yes. Yes. We I'm got. Fi- I'm got finding me. that with Lane Thomas. I know his average is at two of two, but you know, ever since he's been a national, he's hitting over three hundred. Yeah, I mean, just give Lane Thomas time. He really hasn't had a full season in the big leagues. He's always been up and down. Yeah. So, and, so I mean, he's I, got he's got like a, a quick long swing, and it's he does. He holds the bat really weird. He really does. And and it just but he hits barrels. Yeah. I, I don't know how because when I was watching when I was at the game he hit the home run on that high and inside pitch I was like ninety six high and high high and tight just barreled it yeah like that's, wow that's crazy I, I love him I think he's he's a great center fielder I, yeah he's a great player for you guys he he's the guy that we wanted Victor to be and Victor was not to be. Which is fine. Um, and you found Lane Thomas. Yes, we did. As well next year. Has a full season under him. Yeah, he's going to be fantastic. I can't wait for him on a full season. Um, but we have two final things that I want to get into that are non-baseball related. I have one thing yeah. that I want to get into as well. What is it? Because it might be the same as mine. What you got? No, what are you going to say? Uh, the first thing was I was going to go Cam Newton being released, and then the second was the Green Bay versus New Orleans being moved to Jacksonville. I had nothing football-related. Oh, what'd you have? Big world sports news. I, fo- I follow soccer pretty heavily. Oh, I think I know what you're getting at. And Ronaldo going back home to United. Oh, man, that's a bummer. Isn't it? Being a city fan, because I was reading into it, and then I was like, nobody else really wants him. PSG's out of it, because Mbappe's still there, and they just got messy. Until Mbappe leaves, they weren't going to sign Ronaldo. That wasn't, it was going to be too much money. Yep. No one else wanted him, and he wanted out of Juventus, which I don't I don't know why he went there in the first place. It wasn't a good fit. I didn't like it. Money. Yeah, money. They are going to pay him the most, and then... Little to know, when I was reading into it, they said, oh, City favorites to win Ronaldo. I was like, oh, my God, please. <laughs> See, I, don't, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't <laughs> like Ronaldo over at City because you guys are so good core-wise because you're still so young. 
Oh well, yeah, but with losing Aguero, we have no striker. We really don't. Yeah, that's true. That's a bummer. But I mean, I like all the players we got now. We we click really well together. At the same time, the way our system is, it just I don't know if it really worked with Ronaldo in it. And yeah. I think that realized like the way his system is, it's a very bring the ball back, spread him out, hold possession, just hold the ball for as long as you can. I mean, you look at some the years we've won the title, our possession stats are through the roof. Like we yeah. just ball. Yeah. You, I mean, you guys you guys definitely run you guys run the clock and then you run your play and run clock and all that stuff. And with Ronaldo get him the ball, you let him do his thing and just it's a quick attack with him. You get him, you find him in space and let him do his thing and clear out. And yeah. and that's how United kinda is. Yeah. So they're really it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with Cavani and Martial and Greenwood and Rashford, what they're going to do with their wings and how they're going to run their But And also... Oh, yeah. it, was, it was hilarious. I, I saw that. I remember seeing that headline, and I was like, oh, I feel so bad for Chance. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I mean, yes, I would love to have him. As soon as he signed and the jersey came out, I was going to buy it. Yeah. But I what I was reading into is like, Former United players were texting him. His old coach texted him saying, don't go. And I think there is an unwritten rule, like how there is in baseball. Because world – I know soccer is big over here in the United States with the MLS, and it's getting bigger and bigger. And a lot more people are getting into it with the rivalries. But you get over there, England – all these other countries that take soccer—I mean, that's—it's a way of life for them. Yeah, it—it's it, it over here. It's—it's it's another sport over there. It's a culture. Yeah, it's like that's um, all too. They get yeah. up to watch soccer. They go play soccer. I mean, that's what they live for. It's, that's that's a lifestyle over there. You know, I did in city, and you're literally going. I don't know how far it is. I don't think there's much separating the two. Where no. they. It but, might be it might be about the same distance between like in Chicago, yeah. So like north and south side, like it, that's kind of what it is over there. So yeah, it's like it'd be riots almost. Oh yeah, for, I don't think City would ever get off the bus. No, because people would be that mad that Ronaldo went to their rival. But yeah, that's my. It's gonna be yeah. interesting. Um, I have the release of Cam Newton, New England no, Patriots. Rather than like, Cam Newton, I like it a lot. Who do you like it for? Mac Jones. I love it for ah. New. Big. Can you blue. believe we're gonna see Tua versus Mac Jones? I know. Week one. This is gonna be good. <laughs> That's gonna be good. I, mean, I really hope Mac Jones does well. I do too. And I, know, I, I enjoyed Mac. I really cared for the Patriots, but it's kind of weird seeing them be this bad. It is, but maybe yeah. they'll be good now because they got Mac. Our, our I, lifetime, we've always known the Patriots to be this team that always wins with Brady, 
I mean, no matter what year it is, you can always expect the Patriots to be right there, almost at a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird time, man. And you know what's funny? There, there might be. A, there's going to be a day when the Dodgers are not there, or the Yankees are again not in it. Like, there's going to be that day. <laughs> there's going to be a day when the Pirates win the World Series. Jesus. <laughs> I got another limb. Hide your, hide your wives, wives and children if they win the World Series. Oh, God. Pittsburgh will be insane. Burnt down. <laughs> uh, uh, Pittsburgh will burn down. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I'll be alive when Pittsburgh wins. And they talked about this on Undisputed, and I kind of want to talk about this for you. What's next for Cam? I really. Where, where I, do you think he goes? Because, like they said, and I agreed with this statement, he's not a backup quarterback. He's not. Do you, man, you don't send him to Denver. You got Teddy there. Darnold's in Carolina now. Uh huh. I I was the, the I had San Francisco's running their split QB system, which is not going to work out. No, it's not with Trey Lance and Jimmy G. That's that's a terrible idea. No, yeah, Jackson got Trevor Lawrence. Philadelphia's got Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Every team in the AF, AFC South, they got. Wentz, Maria, or Tannehill, Watson, Mayfield. Yeah, Mayfield. Pittsburgh's got Big Ben. Baltimore's got Lamar. I man, you got oh Hubert. Really got their lockdown QB, but I almost York the Jets. Yeah, they got that. They got that young guy. Um, yeah, but do you really want him going week one, thrown to the fire like every other Jets quarterback we've ever seen? Yes. I mean, we see what happens every time they throw a rookie out in the fire. They well, end up back up somewhere else. Cam ain't going to go there because they're not going to protect him. That was the problem in Nor Carolina. Nor are they going to um, I was saying Washington. Fitzpatrick, yeah, he's old. He's, he's old. Smith is gone. And you and you have DeAndre uh, Hopkins out of there, or whatever his name was. I forget his name. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, yeah, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is gone, so you don't have that looming. Um. So the net Washington needs a future, and Cam's only thirty-two. Dallas. That's what Skip Bayless was saying. He was saying he would love. Uh, I didn't even watch him disputed today, but I was just thinking because I, I mean I've watched parts of it. I've been following it on Twitter and seeing about yeah. Dak. Yeah. yeah, I know you just paid Dak's getting paid seventy five million dollars this year. He's not even going to be a hundred percent. Nope. And you literally you face Tampa Bay week one. Yep, that defense going to light him up. And he will definitely be re-injured. Yes, he will. So, um, which I don't wish upon, but it's going to happen. No. 
hold on. Okay, hold on. How about this? Speaking of Tampa Bay, I know Tom probably ain't going to want to retire for a couple years, but he ain't exactly a young buck. Maybe say, hey, Cam, come learn from possibly the greatest quarterback ever for a year or two. And then when he's gone, you're up. I but I don't think Cam wants that. Cam he wants- doesn't, but I mean, there could be worse situations. Yeah, he could be playing for the Jets. Instead, hey, let me give you four year contract or something. You kind of hang back for one or two years. You know, kind of watch Tom. You know, watch this offense work. They have the pieces to have a successful year with a Cam Newton. That offensive line is going to protect him. He's got weapons to throw to. He's got, he's got weapons, and he's got that running back that he can run, you know, maybe a pistol formation with. You know, maybe, I know it's not what you want to do, but hang back, kind of learn from Tom, come in when there's a big score, get your reps when we're up big or down big. So Tom can heal because, again, he's like, what, 43? 44. He's 44 now. Not exactly the youngest guy in the world. So with him one foot out the door, you know know what I'm saying? It could work out. Yeah, you might have to sit the bench, but you're going to be getting paid good money because that's Florida money. That's good money. And you're learning from one of the best. I don't know how, and maybe it's because I don't have a lot of, I don't know what that, I don't know what it's like to be, you know, the rookie star taking your team to the Super Bowl in the first year, all that stuff, having all those high expectations. But I don't know how you can honestly say no to that because those pieces are going to be there once Tom leaves. Tampa's in desperate need of a guy to come up after he's gone. You know, and I think Cam would be a great fit down there. Um, Hell, bring him to Green Bay if we trade Rodgers. I'm sorry, I didn't like Jordan Love in this last game. Sorry. Yeah, the Buffalo game was shaky. He is not accurate enough and not good enough under accurate enough under pressure for me to go, hey, yikes. For me to go, okay, yeah, he's the future. No, <laughs> I was not. Uh-uh. My confidence is shaken with him. Um, and so is this o- O-line, which I know they're all new, but it's shaky on the line for us. But, I mean, I could see him going to Texas because Deshaun still wants out. Yeah. He's got another year. On his deal, so he'll be gone. Um, again, Big Ben's not young and not moving around well. <laughs> uh, so I could see he's got a couple more years. You can go to Pittsburgh and rejuvenate over there. What Cam really wants to do, whether he wants to actually sit back. Well, or- he don't want to sit back, but... At this point, man, you got all these teams. Their quarterbacks are on lock. Yeah. 
for this year and most likely next year. So you kind of don't have a choice. I mean, you're going to have to sit back. But again, you know, that's when you kind of look around. All right, who can I go to that has a good situation? Green Bay's got a good situation. We're we're not going to take him. No, we're not. We got Love and Ben Kirk. Ben Kirk, I think that's his last name. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah. Who they kept around as a third string. So, yeah, we're not we're not going to have four quarterbacks on the depth chart. No. Um, you got Tampa Bay. You got Houston and Dallas and Washington. I, I if he goes he, to Washington, he'll start. I think he does go to Dallas because I don't know. I don't. Dallas, Jerry Jones is not saying enough about Dak's injury that we all know. No. Um, no. And I think there's something really wrong with his shoulder. If you're going to baseball training staffs to get it looked at, because you're. Yeah. That's something bad. Quarterback, something's wrong. That's a labrum or a rotator right there. If you're going yeah. to baseball people for your shoulder, that's that's what that is. He tore something. Or he partially tore it, and it's just nagging him. Yeah, I can um, that. Week one is this week, correct, for it football? Next Thursday. Next Thursday. Well, uh, Green Bay versus New Orleans moved to Jacksonville. Yeah, I know. Was that this week? What do you mean? Are They're week one, aren't they? Yeah, it's week one. It's the 12th. Yeah. And I don't even know why. I is is Rodgers even, even playing in that game? Yeah, yeah he's playing. Oh, I, I didn't know because I was seeing all over Instagram. The the matchup we wanted it was Drew Brees versus Aaron Rodgers versus the matchup we got and it was the new Saints quarterback in Jordan Love and I was like oh well shoot <laughs> yeah no Rodgers play yeah do you think he takes any snaps uh, this last preseason game we're done preseason because we're doing seventeenth we? game this year that's true yeah we only had three preseason games he took zero which he's yep. done that for the past. Four years, as and he's been a pre- stud. <laughs> yeah, taking preseason, and I really don't taking away from the Bills game. Josh Allen played the entire first half. Yes, he did. So I'm not I'm not too worried about our defense. And Love was going to get up against the number ones for a while while he was out there. So I just don't like the low touchdowns. I don't. I like. I don't like the low points that we were scoring. Yeah, we we didn't score very much, and it's kind of it's kind of nerve wracking. It was, and I know but, it's not it's not Rogers because you know they have a comfort level with Rogers, and we have we have a pretty decent amount of new guys. Cobb's back in the fold, so he's got to get it. I think it's going to be a great. rough first three weeks. I don't even think I it's going to be tough. I really don't because Cobb knows the system. Cobb he knows. Does. Rogers has trust in Cobb. And Absolutely. He's, he's built trust over the past two, three years with Lazard, Scantling. 
I I was Tanya. Were you the one, were you the one who stole Tanya from me on the fantasy football? Yeah, I did not. I didn't. I didn't get Tanya. He was gone. Someone stole Tanya because I no, had him. I, I had, had him hard. on lock, and I go to draft him, and he's not there. I went. Oh, someone stole Tanya. <laughs> yeah, uh, my. I I remember I had I looked at the draft when it opened. I had the first pick. Yeah, man, first pick. Of course, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers. I really don't even care if I win or not. I was taking Aaron Rodgers number one. I did not care. Uh, That's great. Could have took McCaffrey. He would probably score me a lot more points over the year. But Rodgers is there. I'm taking Rodgers. Absolutely. I got Joe Burrow as my backup. I mean, I'm set. I forget my team. That is fine. I'm looking Um, at it. I played Josh week one. Um, I don't. I don't know. Did you read into anything about why the game was moved? Because I I found that where I found that weird. Yeah, why? I found that really weird. I I didn't even know they were even planning on moving it until it, I saw it on my phone today. I was like, okay. Was Green Bay supposed to go to New Orleans, or is New Orleans supposed to come to Green Bay? We were supposed to go to New Orleans, and I think it's COVID. I, that's probably the only logical I think, reason. I think New Orleans is having kind of sort of an outbreak right now with uh, cases. Um, so New Orleans is recovering from Hurricane Ida. Yeah, that, that's, that too. That, that's the reason is what NFL.com says. Okay, that as well. I forgot that they did just get hit with that hurricane. Yeah. Um, but at that point, just move it to Green Bay and just change one of the locations for – Another game, or they just have an extra home game. Who cares? See, I'm not about neutral sites in regular season. No, I think it takes away from the game. Unless it's like a special, like kind of deal, like a special kind of field or whatever, like kind of what baseballs did with field of dreams. Well, they, and... they do. I know the NFL goes to London now. They starting to okay. do that. That'll be exciting. They're not going this year because of COVID. Yeah. They're not leaving the states like they did last year or two years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I, I can see. I just don't like. I don't. I don't like a neutral site. Like we're gonna be playing in the Jaguars stadium. Why? Like, no, thank you. I don't even think we're we're not even playing in the Jaguars stadium. We're just gonna play in a, ra- a random Jacksonville stadium. Super. <laughs> I think Jacksonville plays Houston in Jacksonville week one. What? What? what why? Why are we? Why? Why? Just go to Green Bay. No, actually, we we actually are playing in Jacksonville Stadium. Are we really? Yeah, because Jacksonville is now going to Houston. <laughs> so they changed theirs, but didn't change ours. Wow! Thanks, NFL. Don't don't give us you know. We never have an opening night. That's true. Well, I we're, we're called the frozen tundra. It's not exactly the frozen tundra in September. No, I remember last year during COVID when we played the Colts, we got tickets, and they only allowed about 12,000 people inside Lucas Oil, and I guarantee you there's probably 11,000 Packer fans and 1,000 Colt fans. And they still lost. Yeah, in overtime. Damn defense. Not, we were up. 
I, I was at that game. I was thinking, I was like, man, we scored three times straight off the rip. And I was like, man, we're looking sharp coming out the gates. Then we go into that stall mode, and like it is every year, just hope that they don't score. We play a prevent defense, let them march down the field, run the clock out. <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, that should be exciting. Um, yeah, that's all I got today. That's all you got. Um, should be exciting. Um, thank you all for listening. We'll wrap this up here and get out of here. It's getting, getting late. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, my name is Will Coburn. You can follow me, Will Coburn 16 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can follow this podcast TWA curve underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I will be uploading this episode to that, to both of those. Um, you can find this episode on Spotify, Google. It's a bunch of them. Now I can, I got a, them on a bunch of platforms. Now I'll get a list of that and make sure I know what I'm doing. Um, I'm looking to start to try to get back on Twitch streaming. Um, so you can follow me at all the flow. Um, flow spelled with F1. Yeah, I know. Um, hit up the Discord. Nothing but flow. Flow spelled the same way. Um, chance. Got Twitter. That's about it. You can follow me at C underscore Cooper. Just find me through the podcast as I follow that. <laughs> All right. Appreciate y'all. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Live in the green room with some F1 talk. Excited. Um, ahead of the Netherlands. Um, yep, so we'll talk to y'all later. Tomorrow. And see y'all tomorrow. And deuces out. I'm gonna be a man.